Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Magic Fandom Podcast. Uh, I am your host, Dalton, along with... Hello, I am your other host, Alyssa. How is everyone doing? We are super, super excited for today's episode. Um, this is a... A, a what? <laughs> you just, you just stared you. blankly at me. Um, this is one of my favorite movies from my childhood and my tween and teen years. Um, it means a lot to me. It is The Princess Diaries. And yes. And it's I, sequel, The Princess Diaries 2, The y- Royal Engagement. Yes. I, I, di- didn't I suggest this as well? Yes. Oh my gosh. I was so excited because I didn't, I mean, this is one of my favorites, but I didn't really think that we were going to have an entire episode on it. And we were thinking about something to do this week. And he, we wanted to do something Disney. And he was like, what if we did The Princess Diaries? And I went, um, excuse me? <laughs> well, so it's secretly because, I mean, I remember when this came out. Me too. I was going to ask watching you. Watching it. I mean, I remember enjoying this. This is, I mean, it's just a good movie. It's a great movie. It and is Anne a Hathaway film. and uh, Julia, or I'm sorry, Julie Andrews. How dare you? I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I no, immediately apologize. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, Julie Andrews, like, I mean, who wouldn't just want to watch this? Oh, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a great w- movie. wonderful cast. What, and it's and, very, very uh, well Who's the, the cute boy, Eric Von Detten? Eric Von Detten? I, I, I like him from Brink. I was going to say... Which we may do an episode on one day. Eric Von Detten was like the heartthrob of this time. Yeah, he was a bunch of Disney stuff. Disney Disney Channel originals, yeah. I have it in my notes because he was... I I know him from Brink, like Dalton was saying. He was... um, I love that movie. It's a great movie. I love that movie. That was Um, one of my favorites. That was the first thing I watched on Disney+. Plus. Oh, really? Yeah, it was Brink. That's fun. Um, Yeah, so Eric Von Detten was in Brink. He was in this. I don't know if you have ever seen this. Do you remember the Leave It to Beaver remake? I'm pretty sure what? it was a movie. No. I'm pretty sure it was a movie. I don't think it was a series. I think I think he was also in this weird for some reason and I may be making this up or I may be combining a couple of shows just because I don't really remember it, but wasn't there this weird uh like live action like dinosaur show that he was into? What? Am I making that up? A live action dinosaur show. <laughs> I, I could be making that up. I'm, 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 oh my gosh, I'm fumbling right now. It's okay. We'll cut that out. We're excited. We'll edit it in <laughs> we'll post. We'll edit in post. Um, what was I saying? Uh, yeah, he, I, I'm on his IMDb page right now. I'm trying to find it. I swear, what was, it sounds, I could be making it up. Well, I could be making it, it up. It sounds too specific for you to be making this up. Like That's, what, that's what I'm thinking. That's it. What is it? What is it? That's it. That's literally the first thing. There's a video. What is uh, it? I don't know. It doesn't say. Go down to his like known for. This yeah. is the our audience is loving this. Let's keep going. <laughs> let's keep going. Talking princess. Princess diaries. Yeah. Let's stay. Let's stay on track here. Um. But yeah, that's very specific. Let me know if you find it. I will. I will let you know. You, you interrupt at all times. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, so he he's been in a lot of stuff of this time. Um. So he is in it. He's like the 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 hot the mean boy. Yeah, he. I mean, he. His whole arc in this frustrates me. We'll get into it in just a second. But yes, Eric Von Detten. 
Um, let's see who other than um, Queen Julie and H- Hector Queen Elizondo. Ah, Joe, Joseph, yeah. Joey. Uh, Mandy him. Moore, of course. She oh, is yeah. the uh, a blonde, the Mandy villain. Moore. Yes, the yeah, villain. The one might say she is the. Worst. Not that there's really, it's not really like that. Really, uh, there's characters that are kind of mean, but you wouldn't be like they're I the guess. villains. I guess. Yeah, she's not really a villain. She's just like the mean girl. She doesn't. Yeah. Um, and then the mom, I've seen a, a, in a bunch of things. Right, what's her name? Um. Uh, Mia's mom, Caroline yeah. Goodall. Yeah, she's been in stuff. I've seen her. She, I feel like she's played the mom in a couple things that I've seen. Um, Sandra O oh plays the principal, and I mean she's got <laughs> she's got the <laughs> Gupta. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gupta. Mm-hmm. Yes, that that's that's one of the funniest <laughs> lines in the whole movie. Maybe not the funniest, but it's the, one of the most memorable. I and I have done that just you know, like sitting playing yeah. video games or something. I'm like Gupta. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like, the queen is coming. The queen Grove is coming. High School. <laughs> um, no, and then it became a TikTok trend. Do you remember that? It was. Oh used, yeah. They used that audio of uh, Sandra Oh it, as the principal, and they pick up instead of picking up the phone, they would pick up like random objects, and a lot of them they would pick up like their cat and be like uh, Gupta, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like using it as a phone. Um, so it got like kind of a resurgence recently. Um, yeah, there's a lot of like very um memorable and quotable, quotable lines moments. yeah there's yeah. some quotable moments yeah. so carolyn goodall mia's mom she was in hook she was more of banning <gasps> that's what i know yes. her from she was also in uh schindler's list and uh cliffhanger oh my gosh she was totally in hook but she had blonde hair yes because well, in this she has dark hair and this she has dark hair yeah but <gasps> it's yeah looking at her imdb page uh She's blonde in her picture, yeah, yeah. and, and she you, was so you can good recognize her a lot easier. <gasps> we should do Hook. Ooh, that would be a good. Oh, one. that would be What such if we a good did one. just Peter Pan in general, <gasps> and we did like All Pan? The we did the Peter Pan. That we, would be a lot for one episode. It though. would be a lot for we one could episode. Do, you know, what we could do is we could like our short lived series. We could do a Peter Pan series and do like multiple episodes on different Peter Pans. Uh, People would hate it. I don't know. That's a let lot of Peter Pan. Write in. <laughs> write in and let us know. I think know we could condense it into a, uh, just maybe a little bit longer episode. Maybe. Let, let us, us know. know. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> um, anyway, back to the movie at hand, people. I'm sorry, we are spiraling today, but um, hopefully it's as fun. This is the first time we've recorded in the morning. We're, That's we're true. not fully woken up yet. I, I got a cup of coffee in my hand. Yeah. Um, morning energy is different. Yeah, morning energy is different. Yeah. Anyway, um, okay, so I have um, I have a couple fun facts to oh, share. Oh, and I'm sorry, you said I could interrupt at any time. We can but play about that. Eric we can play that back. That's what it's about. I found it. It, it is <laughs> called it is called Dinotopia, and it was a TV series. It ran from 2002 to 2003. So uh, I, I was correct. I wasn't crazy in what see? I was saying. I knew you didn't make that up. I was like, that's way too specific. That's so crazy, though. Yeah, so, Eric Von Denton, quite a career. The Princess Diaries was released in, do you know? The year? No. 2001. Oh, nine, no, 20 years ago. 20 years ago. This movie is 20 years old, people. I feel ancient. Um, I was going to there, say... There's, there's probably people, there might be people in our audience that don't know what this movie is. Oh, yeah, is. no, I'm sure. Or have just recently seen it. Which is fine. This That's is, the thing is that this is one of the movies on Disney Plus that I feel like the next generation would still be into, you know? Like, I feel like they would like it still. 
it holds up. Yeah, I feel like it holds up. It holds up for sure. Definitely. Okay. Especially the second one. We can get into that in a little bit, but we can definitely get into the second one. Well, my question for you is, did you see this in theaters or no? I, I don't recall if we saw this in theaters. Um, I'm thinking we, we probably did. Let me see. I would have been probably 10. Yeah. I would have been 10 when this came out. It came out three August. Oh, this came out like a month before September 11th. Woof. Wow. Okay. I wonder if that had any effect on anything. Probably not because it was like a month after, so I don't know if it would still have been in theaters or anything like that. Yeah. You know? Um, wow. Yeah, this was the first thing I remember seeing Anne Hathaway in. Mm, same? Same. Because I didn't, I mean, I was 10. I didn't even know who this was. Well, really. I was going to say. I knew who Julie Andrews was because I think one does. of the first movies I ever watched was Sound of Music. I'm pretty sure my mom oh, maybe watched I mean, that as a baby. Oh, I mean, we could do an entire, t- talking about series, we could do an entire Julie Andrews series and I'd be perfectly <laughs> happy. I grew up with Julie Andrews. Like, my grandparents and my parents basically raised me on all of her movies. I mean, Sound of Music, Mary Poppins, all of the hits, um... Yeah, so, and then when she was in this, my grandmother and I freaked out because Mm. she, my grandmother and I have, like, we have this mutual love for Julie Andrews, Um, and so she I have a feeling y'all share that with uh, probably most most of the world. Everyone, yeah. Um, She's a queen, literally. Um, But anyway, yes, my grandmother took me to see it in theaters, Um, so we saw it together, and then when the second one came out, we got to see it together Mm. uh, as well, which is really cool, so... It's always going to be our movie, and it's kind of like it's a it's a grandmother granddaughter story. You know what I mean? You know so, it. It really is. Yeah. It, it, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. That's actually really cool. Yeah. It was. It was. It's fun. And so every time I watch this, I think of her. Um, and I told her we were doing this episode. So hopefully, maybe she'll listen to it. That would be awesome. I'd love for her to listen to it. Um, Shout out, Lola. Hey, Lola. Um, anyway, okay. So I have some fun facts. Ooh, fun facts. Yes. You're just stealing my of, fun facts. Well, just because this is like I. Like, I, I just love this movie so I know, much. I know. I told you. I was like, I may have suggested this, but I feel like this is right up your alley. This yes, is, take so it away. I was so excited. Okay, so um, this movie was directed by Gary Marshall. Gary Marshall uh, is a renowned director uh, and actor, actually. He's been in a bunch of stuff, but he's a director. A lot of stuff that he's directed. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, he directed both of these movies, um, and he also directed Pretty Woman, uh, starring Julia Roberts and Richard Gere. So that's another one of Gary Marshall's movies. So this is probably my favorite fun fact of all time. Um, there is a scene in the first Princess Diaries where Mia um, is at the state dinner, right? And she... Uh, what, oh, she, she tries to get everybody's attention because the Prime Minister is going to make a toast. Yes. So she's like hitting her glass with a knife. Yes. And it breaks. It's a, it's a you know, classic comedy moment, you know? And so the uh, waiter um, is standing behind her, and he's like, you know, in all of his fancy waiter clothes. He comes out and grabs the glass, and he says, it happens all the time, and, like, tries to make her feel better. He's like, it happens all the time, right? Then it happens again in Princess Diaries 2. Same scene, kind of, where she uh, announces her engagement, and her bracelet flies off, Mm -hmm. and the guy behind her catches it and says, it happens all the time. It's that same man, that same actor. The reason I brought up Pretty Woman, <gasps> okay, the reason I brought up Pretty Woman is because there's a scene in Pretty Woman where Julie Roberts and Richard Gere are like at dinner, mm-hmm. like at a fancy, fancy dinner place, and Julie Roberts is not 
um, known to frequent these fancy dinner places. So this yes. is all new to her, right? So she's trying to, I think she's eating like snails or something. She's eating something that's like slippery. Mm-hmm. She tries to stab her fork with it. I, I recall. And it flies off. And who catches it? Oh, just a waiter. I, and I he see, comes in. I see where this is going. And he says, it happens all the time. Guys, it's the same guy. It's oh. the same actor. Isn't that the coolest? That's crazy. How many years apart is this? Oh, I, I, don't I mean, know. it's got to be several. What? Uh, so that was a Pretty Woman. Pretty Woman, yeah. Pretty Woman came out Probably. in 1990. So 11 years apart. Wow. And the guy did this, uh, the same thing, had yeah, the same, same actor. R- actor, had I the wonder, same line. I wonder if this is just like a Gary Marshall Easter egg or if Gary Marshall and this man are friends. And he's like, I'm going to bring you back, you know? And you're just going to do the same thing. Because I know you do that really well. So. <laughs> you say it happens all the time really well. And that, you catch like, things really well. Everybody <laughs> understands exactly what you're saying. They believe it. Yep. Yeah. I'll just have you say it in every movie I ever do. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I mean, when I found that out, I was like, oh my goodness. I think actually, wait, real quick, if I could give credit, shout out to your mom for actually s- sending me the original video of the, the comparisons. Mm-hmm. But then I found out later that Gary Marshall directed both and did it on purpose. Like, yeah. I, like, she sent me a video that was like, oh, it's like a coincidence, or not a coincidence, but like, it happened here, and then it happened again, and it's the same guy, or whatever. And I was like, oh my gosh, Gary Marshall did that on purpose. Crazy. Craziness. Um, okay, and then, oh, I don't know, I didn't, I didn't tell you this one. So, another fun fact, before we get into, like, the actual details of the film. Um, Charlotte, the assistant... Yes. Uh, Julie Andrews is Queen Queen Clarice's assistant, Charlotte, right? Yes. Is played by an actress by the name of Kathleen Marshall. Mary Marshall's daughter. Really? Isn't that so cool? That is cool. I had no idea. Isn't that nuts? I didn't. I didn't either. I I uh, was like doing research on this, just some like fun behind the scenes type stuff, and I was like, wait a minute, they have the same last name, and I looked into it, and I was like, oh my gosh, it's his daughter. That's so, crazy. Yeah, he's a he's a family man. He's been he's known to like man. put his relatives in his movies. I feel like. So you've talked about a couple, uh, little fun facts. Um, I'm gonna bring one up, and it's probably the most well known okay. fun fact. But yeah. I just want to reiterate. Sure. So in the first one, there's a scene where Mia and Lily are on the roof or the basketball courts. Uh, and they're walking on the bleachers, and Joe is shooting basketball with an umbrella and making shots. Um, <laughs> yeah. Impressive. Anyway, there's a moment where Mia slips and falls on the bleachers. That was not scripted. Mm-hmm. I love. Anne Hathaway actually slipped. I love this story. But she was like, "Keep going, keep mm-hmm. going." While all while she was laughing, she was fine. I mean, she was probably bruised up. Oh, I'm sure. But, it was a hard fall. And what I want to, like, what makes Hector Elizondo the man <laughs> is that they cut to him, and he's like, he sees that and instantly is, like, running towards Anne Hathaway. Yeah, like, yeah, running yeah. towards Anne to, like, make yeah, sure she's okay. Yeah, that wasn't acting. Yeah, like, that he wasn't was, acting. Like, he was trying to go see if she was okay. He was trying to go see it, and then when he started laughing, it was like, keep going. Yeah. That he was what was so, stopped, that's but. what my favorite part of the story is, because... 
it felt so natural watching it and then later when i found out that it was a blooper it did it, it was, was like real it was real life yes. it just made it seem that much more and real and the fact that Anne, like i think they were talking about because i've seen this movie literally 5000 times you guys they were talking about lily was like uh, there are several benefits to you being a princess, or no, there are several like bad, bad things uh, that come with you being a princess. And Anne's like, what? She's like, number one, d- no privacy. Da, 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 da. Number two, everybody's da, 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 da. number three. And then she falls and she slips and laughs and everybody freezes. And then Anne goes, number three, what was number three? Like, <laughs> keep going, keep going so that they could use the shot. Yes. And I was like, that was great. I love, I love that. I love that fun fact. It's one of my faves. Um, another one uh, is Julie Andrews um, during the scene where Anne Hathaway and Julie Andrews are in the Mustang, and they 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 live in San Francisco, so it's like hills for yes. days, and so they roll down back. In case like, you didn't know what San Francisco is known for, yeah, the hills. hills. The I mean, hills. Um, so the Mustang like goes backwards down the hill and hits a trolley, and it was that whole scene. Remember. So later on when everything is resolved, because that scene is awesome, when she like she uh, bestows the order Not, of the Yeah, rose. the order of the rose Amazing. to the trolley driver and an officer. Amazing. And those characters are really fun too. Yes. Um but anyway, so that happens and at the end of the scene they leave and she says, Goodbye, trolley people, and like does her queen wave. Yes. That was a Julie Andrews original. That was not in the script. <laughs> that wasn't in the script. That, that was script. just Julie that was Andrews. Julie. That's funny. That's <laughs> Goodbye, a good line. That's a good because uh, both of us, when we rewatched this uh, a few days ago, we both of us at that point like said it as she said it. Oh, like, yeah. Goodbye, Goodbye trolley, trolley people. people. It's what I mean, it's again another memorable quote. Um, and then she does like a callback to it. Although I think in the second movie, I'm sure it had to have been in the script unless she just did it again. But in the second movie, she's in the kitchen and she leaves and she says, goodbye culinary people. Oh yeah. That's but definitely I'm sure a callback. That was like a callback. Yeah. That's definitely a callback. Yeah. Um, anyway, those were all my like, uh, fun facts up top. Um, but so what's so funny about you bringing up the blooper on the bleachers was it? It was literally the next note in my. Oh, I'm um, like, sorry, oh, I snaked no. it from you. No, I got excited that you did it. I was like, "Yes, we're flowing." It was awesome. Um, okay, so now we can talk a little bit about the the actual plot of the movie, the details of it that we liked, that we didn't like. Um, I have as one of my like first first no- well, my first note was Julie Andrews is my everything, but we already <laughs> talked about that. We already talked about it. Um, I love her. But one of my favorite parts of this first movie is um, the all of the princess lessons that she goes yes. to with Julie. Like, just watching Julie Andrews work as an actress is just really, is just very, very cool. And Anne Hathaway, both of them. But the princess lessons were, like, some of my favorite parts. Well, one of my favorite parts is the, uh, get off the grass. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not, I'm not gonna do the other ones. It was yeah. like, but when I was ten, I would just sit there and like try to mimic it. Oh, me too. And it was just gibberish. I wasn't. I didn't know what I was supposed to be saying. <laughs> and but 100% repeating all of those was. Uh, yes. I mean, I just did that in all the different languages because There's... I think, especially like watching it with my sister and stuff growing up. Uh, when I started cutting grass more, I, I would say that like as I was cutting, I was like, get, get off, off the, the grass. grass, and just like repeat all the, <laughs> but not actually saying it because I didn't know it. It was just gibberish. Dude, I would do the exact same thing. That's one of those quotes that's like, 
doesn't necessarily have anything to do with the plot, but is stuck in it's your stuck head. It's stuck in your head because it's just funny. There's so many. Like, I wish I had written down the, like, weird quote. Like, it's, it's like, like in French, oh, in Spanish. You know another one from this movie that I say a lot, even now, 20 years later? Lana got code. Lana got code. Because <laughs> it's like, that's not even a real chant. So they started I, it as if it was a real chant that people said. I think I may have brought this up in uh, another episode. Um, maybe the Freaks and Geeks episode, I'm not mm-hmm. sure. Okay. But again, the school stuff in this episode... I could not relate. <laughs> could because, not relate. I mean, first off, I went to, uh, I, I, I'm sure I've mentioned it, I went to a very small school, yeah. a high school. And so, and we didn't have uniforms. Like, so seeing all this, I was like, did people really act like, like this in school? Yeah, I mean. You went to a, a much bigger school than I did. You, right. My school could fit inside the, your theater. <laughs> Probably. But. That's not to say that, like, I mean, this is definitely exaggerated. I don't think that there was ever an instance in my school that came even close to that. Okay. Or even, like, at the, if we're talking about those, uh, the mean girls, like, at the beach party when they lead all the photographers to whatever and then they, like, rip the Rip the, tent the, off. the changing tent, which is, like, how is that not These some kind, mean. like, that would probably be today's biggest issues. Like, how is that not some kind of form of assault? It is. Yeah. 100% it is. Because, it, I mean, it's definitely a violation of privacy. Uh, yeah. But, like, I'm like, those girls are mean. And they didn't really get, like, any sort of comeuppance at the end. Like, no. No comeuppance. Of, it, the they're only just thing was that forgettable. Lana got coned. Lana got coned. Yeah, the that Lana got coned and the fact that, well, now Mia is queen of a country. Well, yes. I'm, After well, the second one. She like, could, like, probably, like, have them killed, right? <laughs> like, <she laughs> you just got super dark. <laughs> Are we going there right now? The Princess Diaries um, series coming to HBO, where it's just, like, a dark turn. Mia starts putting hits on all the <laughs> the world's leaders that she doesn't agree with. <laughs> Anna Hathaway is just like kicking everybody's butt. Like, <laughs> oh I would watch that. I I absolutely would too. But I do think that the HBO. Mia- <laughs> let me let me write for you. <laughs> we could write this. Mia's Mia's character, though, I don't think that would be her um, future. I think that she is a like respectable like queen. I don't think that she yes, could do. Yes, of that. course. I don't of think course. that she would do that. I I love I love my girl. You know, um, that's hilarious. <laughs> Um, anyways, we're just gonna move right along. Um, so, okay, I also said I love Joseph, the security guy. He is a wonderful, well, yeah. of wonderful course. How character. could you not? He is the, just the way he's written is so great. Like he's he starts off as like the protector. He's like the head of security, and then he immediately befriends Mia. Right? He's just a he's just like a good he's a good character, and his whole arc of like security guy to friend, to I've always loved you, and then they get married. Yeah, spoiler alert spoiler for alert. the second movie, which we haven't started talking about my yet. My favorite but. thing, my favorite thing is to say spoiler alert after I've spoiled. After you've spoiled, <laughs> yes. Uh, so Hector Elizondo has been, he was in Pretty Woman, Runaway Bride. Oh my gosh, so. Beverly Hills Cop uh, 3. So if he was in Pretty Woman, that means he's, uh, this is his second Gary Marshall film. Uh, at least a second. Uh, yeah. Most we recently, I know him uh, as Ed 
Ed Alizate, which is similar, I guess. Alizate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it almost seems like a similar character to Joe as well. Um, maybe oh. not quite as mysterious, but okay. Uh, but he he played Ed Alizate uh, in Last Man Standing, the Tim Allen show. Yes, gotcha. Um, so he was like a regular in that show. Yeah, he owned. He was the owner of the outdoorsman store that okay. Tim Allen was like the president of. Huh. Hector Alizondo's or not? Yeah, his character started. I've seen I've seen him in a few things. I will always remember him as Joe, though. He's yes. Um, he's so good. He's so good. Oh, he was in Grey's Anatomy too for a long time. Yeah, okay. he, he's been. I mean, oh, this guy's had been a in everything. Career yeah. for sure, for sure. Um, which brings me to my next question for you, because this is now an interview. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, so we're talking about Joe, um, and we can talk a little bit about the, like, all of the other side characters, quote, side characters, like we talked about Mandy Moore. Um, Lily, Mia's best friend, um, you know, her mom, and Michael, the, the guitarist slash mechanic, you know. The eventual love interest. Right. But only in the first one. Only in the first because one. Because they probably Completely. couldn't get him for the second yeah, one. That's, that's, or they didn't want him. Well, I was going to say, maybe if the second one was already about getting engaged, they had I, I call like, him Ringo 2.0. I do think, oh, I meant to look this up. I'm, I'm going to really quick. Um, I, while we were watching it, I was like, I'm pretty sure Michael from the Princess Diaries, like either went on to start a band or was in a band. Like, I'm pretty sure he was in, like, a well-known band. Like, something like Rooney or... What? I've never heard of it. Oh, my God. It's literally Rooney. Oh. I am a genius. I'm a genius. You said, well, I've never... Who is that? Rooney is, like... It's, like, a band from, like, the early 2000s. And I used to listen to a couple of their songs. It's very um, similar to, like, like a Hoobastank. Or, like, a... um, Okay. Maybe, like, a... Like an all-American rejects, kind of. Like, that kind of a vibe. Okay, that kind of early 2000s, like, like alt-pop. Alt Alt-rock, yeah. Yeah, something, something along those lines. I literally was like, it's something like Rooney, and I looked it up, and it's Rooney. Pop-rock. Wow. Pop-rock. Wow, wow, wow. Pop-rocks? Pop-rocks. <laughs> anyway, Not sponsored. he uh, was in Rooney, so look at me go. Um, but yes, so he was Michael. So here's my question to you a million years later. Yes. Um... Who is your favorite of the side characters? Uh, good Favorite question. and least favorite. Let's do favorite and least favorite. Least favorite? Mm, I'm, 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 I might have to say Lily. <sighs> Why? I just find her very, uh, what's the word? Um, <laughs> abrasive. Oh, she's definitely abrasive. I love her, though. I, I. I don't think, and it may be because I don't think that we could be friends. Okay. Because I'd be like, I, I, I wouldn't let her treat Mia the way she treats Mia. Oh, I definitely agree with that. I absolutely agree with that. The whole, that whole scene of like, it's right, it's right before Mia comes clean to Lily. Because at first she can't tell anybody that she's a princess. So she has to keep that secret and therefore is sacrificing a lot of her relationships. And so... Um, that scene where they're riding in the limo and it's right after she gets her makeover, that iconic makeover scene, by the way. Um, 
and Lily like is somehow offended that she got this makeover. And see, that's what makes me feel like Lily is not a, a true friend because listen, this is what happens. She Mia starts changing her appearance and she likes it. Am I correct in that? Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. she likes the way she looks, mm-hmm. and all. Um, Lily can do is put it down mm-hmm. and, and it is... just be rude to her. And then as soon as she tells her, oh, I'm also a princess now, she completely switches and is like, oh, my best friend is going to be royalty now. Yeah. And I'm like, fair weather friend. She does not yeah. belong with, with Mia. I, I definitely, I can support that argument. There is evidence to support that argument for sure. I do think it's coming from, because we have to remember that these are like, in the movie, they're supposed to be 15. So Yeah, which is also weird, because I didn't buy that. No, 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 no. I didn't buy that at 10. I was like, that person's <laughs> not 15. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyway, what I was saying was, in the context of the movie, these, I mean, these girls probably don't really know how to communicate with each other yet. They're figuring it out. So I Lily's, suppose that's Lily's true. whole thing is, I'm sure it's coming from a place of hurt, because... Oh, my we best were friend. weird and ugly to. Uh, I no, mean, no, no, not well. Kind of. We were we were outsiders together, and now Mia has changed her look and is therefore, is she thinks trying to like infiltrate the A crowd and is going to leave me behind. Mm-hmm. That I think I think maybe it comes from a place of hurt and maybe a little bit of jealousy, but then but your argument is also correct. The fact that she tells her that she's a princess and is all of a sudden, oh my gosh, I love you again. We're best friends again. Mm-hmm. But I think that, that's that's all I'm saying, and that's why I and that's my argument that she's the worst. <laughs> I even do. even worse, I would argue that it's almost worse than the banana trio or whatever. <gasps> no, they suck. They do suck, but the they suck trio. the whole time and don't try to hide it. Oh, okay, so they so they're right. They're honest with their with their meanness. meanness. I I can I get I get it I get it. However, Lily has a little bit of. Um, I say I will a, say her character in the second movie is a lot better than her character in the first. Yeah, movie. Yeah, because she's supportive and she's grown up. She, yeah, is, and that's what I'm saying. Like and after, she changes her appearance, so she's is, like, "Wait, I'm being hypocritical." Well, it's, it's supposed to be after college too, so I'm sure they've done yes. a lot of growing up and maturing since then. What I'm what I've been uh, wanting to say is that later on in the first movie, when they um, make up, it's right before the, um, it's not the coronation. What happens at the very end of that movie? It's like the yeah, it's whatever the, dinner. The, oh, it's the Independence Day ball. Independ- thank you. The Independence Day ball, where she's supposed to announce her Genovia's Independence yes. Day. So um, they, she wants to invite Lily as kind of like an, um, an I'm sorry, kind of like an olive branch, like let's. Let's get past this. Let's be friends again, kind of a thing. Maybe um, we should have mentioned that this this is all Queen Queen Clarice Rinaldi. Yeah, is the queen of the fictional country of Genovia. Yes, yes. So Mia is princess. Is of princess Genovia. of Genovia? I'm sure if they're listening to this episode, they know, right? Genovia, the land I call my home. Yes. Anyway, um, so uh, anyway, so they're making up, right? And Lily points out, oh, there's. Um, I realize that like it's it's okay for you to be a princess and it's actually important for you to be a princess. She says something and I wish I I had written it down. She says something um wanting to oh this is it cuz I've again I've seen it a million times. Wanting to rock the world but having zip power like me. 
that's the nightmare. And then she said, you have some, something like you have, you have the power to enact real change and to like really like change the world. What, like what more of a miracle just do you makes want? me think she's trying to, because of the way she acted before, it's like, oh, now my motives have changed because if I can manipulate and get into you, then I can control a country. Dalton has a hot take. That is I'm a just, hot I'm take. I'm just saying. I, up in, until the second movie, I don't like Lily. I love Lily. I, I I love her. I do I do agree with you that she does have some bad moments in the first one. She does. Mm-hmm. But I will I had notes for the second one because um you see a little bit more of the politics in the second movie. Yes. yes. Than we do in the first one because the first one we're in San Francisco and we're talking about this faraway place of Genovia. In the second one we're actually in Genovia. So yes. we get a little bit more of those politics and those um different things that Mia has to deal with as the future queen. And so we get to sit in on her um, meeting. Like she has like a policy meeting or something with the members of. Well, we can go ahead and start talking about the second movie if you would like. I think I might. Let me go ahead and tell you that my favorite character from or the the of the like side characters in the first one Uh was the the teacher. Because I because I I too love the sound of Velcro. (laughs) That's the only reason. That's the only reason. What's his name, Mr. O'Connell? Yes. I love you. And he becomes Mia's stepdad. He does. He doesn't have a lot to do, though. No, he doesn't. They don't give him a lot to do. No, nope. and that's that's a perfect side character. He comes in, <laughs> he's effective, he says something memorable and uh, relatable. Yes, mm-hmm. I into I too enjoy the sound of Velcro oh, like, yeah. ripping apart. And then he's you know out of there. Perfect <laughs> side character. <laughs> I get it. I definitely get it. That's really funny. Um, I do have like two more notes about the first one, but it's just like, uh, just statements. What does it say that the, my character I like I can explain in four seconds, and the character I dislike it took me like twenty minutes to explain? <laughs> I mean, but I but I I love Lily. If Lily, if you're listening to this, I can't remember what her name really is, but if you're listening to this, I love you. Um, That'd be a uh, Heather Matarazzo. She's a huge fan of this podcast. <laughs> she's a huge fan. Um, anyways, okay, so skipping to the end of Princess Diaries, Mia's acceptance speech of the of the princess dumb ship, princess princess ship, princess. Yeah, anyway, she says yes to being a princess. Yes. Um, that whole speech, I even at like you were saying earlier, even at age nine, I knew how like powerful of a speech that was. And then watching it the other night again as an adult, I was like. Just the way it was written, was it's just so good. Just the way that it's spelled out because we established in the first part of the movie that she's not good at speeches. Yes. That she is nervous and she gets sick before she makes a speech and she just has a lot of anxiety about public speaking. But then to have her make that powerful speech, like standing strong at the end, just shows her progress, you know? And I was like, ah, oh, it's just so good. So, so good. Um, the, my last... Uh, my last note for the first movie is that we should have played Miracles Happen at our wedding, and I'm really upset that, that we didn't. Yeah, that would have been good. I'm we, really upset we that we didn't. I feel like maybe I'm not. Maybe this is just because I watch a lot of movies, but I feel like couples watch a lot of movies like yeah. about weddings up to their wedding, and I feel like we didn't do that. We didn't. And if we did, maybe we would have caught this. Well, this wasn't really a wedding. This was like a ball. But I'm like, I would love. But surely they have used it in other things. Yeah, but like that song just is so iconic for me because just the 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 image of like 
them dancing together, and she's like in her like ball gown, and, and everybody else. That? Oh, wasn't it like a one and done? Maybe didn't we didn't we look this up when uh? Copyright. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna stop saying that. <laughs> um, I feel like it's not Myra. Like, Does Myra. that sound familiar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. I don't know what else she had done, though. I feel like that might have been her biggest one. But anyway, what I'm saying is, do you remember at the end when they're dancing to it and and they are, like, staying up? They're standing up and dancing and everybody else is, like, crouching down and dancing? Do you know what I'm saying? It's a very specific moment. Uh, and it's during that song. It's, like, at the end, during the may, ball. Okay, maybe, And they're, like, yeah. dancing and all, the rest of the crowd kind of crouches down. Oh, my gosh. You guys know, if you've seen this movie, you know. Um, we should have made everybody do that at our wedding, and it would have been awesome. That would have been good. Yeah. So, well, we've already had two, so maybe on our third wedding. Maybe on our third wedding. <laughs> That's true. That's true. We, we 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 could just be that couple that has weddings. Has weddings. Like every couple years. Eventually, people will stop coming. I have probably. Kid. They'd be like, guys, we're done. We're done. We're good. <laughs> we, you're lucky we gave you two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Speaking of weddings, perfect segue, Alyssa. We are going to talk now about The Princess Diaries 2, Royal Engagement. Royal Engagement. Came out in 2004, so three years after the first one. I didn't realize it was that, like, close. Uh, yeah, for some reason I was thinking it was further apart than that as well. Maybe because I was young, and so I, I when, guess, yeah. uh, when I was little I was like, oh my gosh, it's been forever, but yes. it's only three years. Years are, that's something I'm noticing now. It's like Years definitely lasted longer when I was a kid. 100%. Last year, um, like, even with the pandemic, last year flew by for me. Oh, me too. Well, we had some big events. We had some big events last year. But it's, I mean, but you're right. It's crazy. It is crazy. Um, so this second movie, I thought was, I, I had no idea this, this next fact until we watched it again the other night. But the screenplay is by Shonda Rhimes, which is crazy. Shonda, I mean, especially now, Shonda Rhimes has her hands in a whole bunch of stuff. She, um... Created Scandal, How to Get Away with Murder. Most recently, she uh, is the showrunner and creator behind Bridgerton, Bridgerton. on Netflix. Um, I am obsessed with Bridgerton. Uh, I would love to do a Bridgerton episode. I don't know if we could get Ooh. Dalton to watch it. I don't know. I that's, don't know if we can get him to watch it. That's going to be a tough But sell. I loved it. But anyway, Shonda Rhimes did the screenplay for this. I was like, oh, no wonder it's so great. Um, but yeah, I this is... This is one of the uh, few sequels to me that I thoroughly enjoyed. I don't know if it's as good as the first one. It's very different than the first one, but I I loved it. I agree. I don't think this is necessarily better than the first one. No. It is, like, like you said, there's a lot of movies or sequels especially that just are never, it's never as good. Right. And then there are the occasional ones that they may surpass. Right. Um, I think. I think. I think so. I do. This. Think... This. I feel lies very. They're very close. Yeah. This is just a little bit worse. <laughs> uh, according to IMDb's star rating system, it is point five worse. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, I, I loved it, but like I said, it's, it's, it is different. This is in Genovia. So the, um, it is a, it's a made up, um, 
It's beautiful. Beautiful. It's, yeah, gorgeous. The castle is gorgeous. The town, like, during the parade scene, yes. I was like, this is so cute. It's such a cute little town. It kind of is reminiscent of, like, like Germany or, like, a maybe, like, Switzerland. Like, it has that kind of feel to me. So maybe there is inspiration there when they created Genovia. Maybe it was inspired by those little small towns um, in those places. Well, it definitely has kind of a... Alps kind of feel. That's what it feels like to yeah. me is that it's like a little German town or like a little, you know, kind of like French yeah. town maybe. It's, maybe it's probably a mix because don't they, some of them speak French. I feel like they speak a couple of different languages. There, there. are several. Because they I, all seem to speak English, but then you hear them all like speak in just kind of yes, a slightly different I was accent. Say, there are several different accents in Genovia, which I guess it makes sense because there are several different accents everywhere. Everywhere has, you know, different regional dialects. Yes. Um, but yeah, there are a couple of French accents. There's some British accents, uh, American, you know, yeah, it's, uh, Genovia is, uh, very, um, what's the word? I don't know. Uh, I mean, it's very lovely. It is. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. But I meant like, Quaint? no, like with all the different accents, it's very, a, a melting pot. Yes. As they say. Yes. Maybe that's what I was thinking of. A melting pot. That's a good one. Um, so. Mia gets to the castle, her castle, mm-hmm. I guess, or the queen's yeah. castle. Yeah. Um, and you see her room for the first time. Yes. What What goes through your mind at this point? You are, uh, how old are you? You're probably so, thirteen, nine, maybe fourteen. I was twelve, because if I was nine in two thousand one, three I would years, have been twelve. Yeah. So you're twelve. Um, and again, seeing this in the theater, in the like theater, when it first came out. Uh, you're 12 years old. You're, did you see this with Lola as well? I did. I saw okay. this with my grandmother. As so, well. what was the first thing that popped into your head when you see her room. her new room? Um, that I was jealous and that I wanted one. It was so like, it was like the every. At, at that moment, it was like every girl's dream. She walked in. It, first of all, it was huge. She has like a living yes. room inside of it. Um, and then she goes and she jumps on her bed. And it's like the comfiest, coziest bed. Do you know what it reminded me of? And what did it remind you of? Maybe it, oh, now that I'm thinking about it, maybe it was like a little bit of an homage to that. But maybe it wasn't. Um, the scene in Sound of Music where uh, Julie Andrews herself oh. is... First moves into the Von Trapp house and pulls back the bed, and yes. it's like just the comfiest looking bed yes. in the world. I, I bet it was. I would love that. I bet it was. I just now thought of that. Because it's all, I guess, Sound of Music was MGM? No, it was like Paramount or Fox or something, right? I have no idea. Anyway. Um, um, but I would love that just because she did, she does. Uh, have a little bit of a call to Mary Poppins later on yes, in this film. She does, but Mary Poppins is Disney, so that is more um, it, it's connected in that way. But uh, it's during the mattress surfing scene, another another scene where I was extremely jealous. It's like yes, I remember that, and I'm like, what? Yes, it looks I amazing. want I want to do that. Yes. that looks so fun. It looks so fun. So it's yeah, it's Mia's room and the mattress surfing. It's like I want to be right there in that castle. Um, but yes, so Julie Andrews comes in from taking her dog from a walk and everybody's mattress surfing and they're all surfing on their stomachs. And she says, oh, I, well, I used to do that too, but I did it a little differently. 
Mm-hmm. And she was like, and Mia said, well, I thought a princess never, or a queen never slides. Because that's a callback to the first movie. That's where she says that, She yeah. goes into the police car, and she's like, do you want to slide in first, Grandma? And she goes, a queen never slides. So again, Mia in this movie says, I thought a queen never slides. And she goes, I don't, but I've done a lot of flying in my day. And I was like, <laughs> And that's that's a callback, of course, to Mary, Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. Yeah. I was like, that is a, that's a nice touch. Whoever that's a, wrote that's that. That's a nice touch. That is a nice touch. So Mia's room. Yes. The reason I asked about that is because the Disneyland Hotel has transformed one of their presidential suites into Princess Mia's suite. Are you kidding me? From the movie. And it includes set pieces from the movie. Are you kidding? I I just made that up. (gasps) I am lying. No, I'm just, yes. Unless, I mean, the internet told me that. What? I want to go. The Disneyland Hotel is in California. I'm assuming. That's where Disneyland is. I, w- I had no... How cool is that? That is pretty cool. I had no idea. That is awesome. Oh my gosh, I bet it's like a million dollars a night. Oh, I would, yeah. I would die. It, is, is, it so is one cool. of their presidential suites, so uh, I bet that would be pricey. That is awesome. I love that. I love that. So what know, about the closet? The closet when, with when, the jewelry. With and the, the jewelry, the crown jewels, some of like the crown jewels. The, she had like a remote where the drawers came out. And stuff with like her sunglasses, sunglasses. And her hair accessories, all her stuff. Yes. Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. I wanted that too. Not in that color. <laughs> right. Not with all that stuff. I wanted, like, I probably want to like roll out Lego dispensers and stuff. Oh, and... <laughs> that would be awesome. Okay, yeah, that's a good. That's a good uh, question for us. What would you have put in that closet? Like, as a, you know, in 2004. In 2004. So in Legos. 2004, I was 13. If I was 12, you were 13, right? Or 14? 13 or 14. Um, yeah, probably. At that point, it probably would have been, like, just a bunch of CDs. CDs. CDs like, okay. boom boxes. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of what I was doing when I was... <laughs> well, you said Legos. Would you put a Lego drawer in there? Probably. I probably was... I mean, I still am into Legos. Yeah, Legos are awesome. Um, probably would have had Legos. Uh, probably like a PS2, stuff like that. Okay, yeah. So you could have used it. You could. I would have 100% it used it, but yeah. I was not picturing, you know, jewelry and stuff. Cause I right. Because I didn't care about jewelry. <laughs> I mean, but the, the fact that, like, Julie Andrews says, I've had, I, I had a selection of the crown jewels, you know, to put in here. I'm like, casual. The crown jewels of Genovia. I mean, it's, it's awesome. So I, I ha- actually have a couple of uh, facts that uh, I found while we've been talking that I'm just going to hit you out uh, real quick. I'm going to do like rapid fire, Ooh. fat, fast facts. Love it, um, love it. One fast is facts. actually bringing up something that you brought up earlier about Robert Schwartzman, uh, his band Rooney. So the reason he's not in this, uh, and Mia, when she at the beginning of the second movie, when Mia's explaining where everybody's been for the past three years, uh, or however long it's been, uh, they said that they, she had broken up with Michael because he was touring with his band, and Robert Schwartzman. That's actually why he declined to do this movie because he was on tour he over the country with his band. Oh, I love that. So one thing that we haven't talked about yet is there's. A lot of new people introduced in the second movie. One of them is Raven Simone's character. Yes. 
Love her. Um, so there's a point. She plays Mia's good friend from college, I guess. No, she's another princess. Oh, she's another princess. Yeah. But Mia and her have known each other for yeah, a little seemingly. while at this point. Yeah, yeah. So she, at some point during the movie, Raven Simone actually gets to sing a song with Julie Andrews. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That wonderful, wonderful scene. And so reportedly... When she was told this, that she, apparently she was so moved that she started crying about it. Oh, Raven yeah. did? Yes. Oh, I mean, it's a big deal. I feel like we talked about it while we, we did. Were, while uh, that was going on, watching? you were like, oh my gosh, I wonder if any of those kids in that realize how big a deal of it is to be doing a dance, a song and dance number with Julie Andrews. With Julie Andrews. And then having Raven have a duet with her and harmonize with her. Yeah. I mean, I would lose my mind. So I get it. I would have cried too, Raven. I mean,. That's awesome. And they did a great job. I they love did. it. Um, this was also, um, so Princess Diaries 1 was the theatrical debut of Anne Hathaway. It was okay. her, her first gotcha. uh, feature film. And Princess Diaries 2 was the theatrical movie debut of Chris Pine, <gasps> who plays... Um, was it Lord Lord Nicholas Devereaux? Yes, the craziest fan. That was name. my best John Reese Davies. That's pretty good. Make it like a little gruff, like a gruff, gravelly. John Reese Davies. That's, <laughs> that's not it. I was closer the other way. If you were. You were closer the first time. Well, that's what I was going to say. Speaking of cast in this second movie, I mean, insane. Chris Pine, John Reese Davies, um, Gimli. Yes, is in this film. Gimli. Not only is he in this, he plays the villain. He plays the villain. And we hate him. I mean, we hate his character. We hate his character. He's so yeah. mean. And then Chris Pine. I didn't realize that this is Chris Pine's first movie. It, yes, this is his first movie. Wow. Um, or and that's what IMDb is telling me. Both of the Breslins are in this. Spencer yes, Spencer and Abigail. and Abigail Breslin are both in this as well. Um, and Abigail Breslin is a tiny little thing, and she's so cute. Um, uh, a lot of people's Julie Andrews. Uh, granddaughter was in this. She was uh, dancing Princess Hannah. Um, in the slumber party sequence, that was... Uh, oh, the one who had the little dance solo? Yeah. <gasps> I, I believe that's correct. That was Hannah Schneider, Julie Andrews' actual granddaughter. How cute is uh, that? There was a point at the garden party that they have um, not long after the movie starts mm -hmm. uh, where they're introducing... Or where Princess Mia asks how the grandchildren are, Lily, Charlotte, and Sam. Yeah. Those are Gary Marshall's three grandchildren. Like, Adorable. A lot of grandchildren were mentioned and seen in, in this film. So and we, that's that's like what makes it more... Oh, sorry. Just bumped the mic. <laughs> uh, that's what makes it so much of a fa good family film. It is. It it's is a family film. it's just trying to bring everybody together. Wait, so Gary Marshall's grandchildren are Lily, Charlotte, and Sam? Yes. So so the best friend is also named Lily, and the assistant's name is Charlotte. So they are double mentioned in that. I guess so, yeah. Because that, because Mia in the second one is like talking to some random like dignitary or something. And how are your grandkids, Lily, Charlotte, and Sam? I get, yeah, they may be the same dignitaries. No, no, no. But I'm, I'm saying that their names are Lily and Charlotte and Sam. And then also, Mia's best friend's name is Lily. Oh and yeah, assistant's name is Charlotte. Yeah, yeah. A lot of crossover there. Yeah. Um, the jewelry. Mm hmm. Because we mentioned a second ago when I, we were talking about the closet and all the crown jewels that are there. Mm -hmm. Almost all the jewelry was real. <gasps> and there was guards on set at all times. Oh my and gosh. the most expensive piece was the necklace that Queen Clarice was wearing at the wedding. 
Wow. Um, but all of that jewelry was real. Is cool. that not is that not crazy? That's crazy, but that's really to cool. have to have to have guards on set at all times. Yeah, to just make in case. Sure. Um, real quick, I forgot to say this when we were talking about the mattress surfing scene, but I got to shout it out because I don't know if everybody knows this. Julie Andrews did her own stunt. She you told it. me this, and I didn't believe you, but then I also saw that. Yep. That she did. Was that's insane? She stood on a mattress and slid down a slide. Like, excuse, she can do no wrong. She's a superhero. Very impressive. Yeah, that, I'm obsessed I mean, with her. She, queen. 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 Literal queen. Literal queen. <laughs> um, I also, oh, and I think I was starting to say this earlier, but we went off on a tangent, which is fine. This is just what this podcast has yeah, been it's, about. It's just us talking about things we we're like. We're just chatting, you know. Um, but when we were talking about uh, how the second one is, uh, delves more into the politics Yes. Um, when Mia is at that like policy meeting with all of the members of, I think like parliament or somebody um, with a big group, Lily is in those meetings and it makes me like kind of emotional that like Lily kind of wanted to be a part of it in the first one and want to quote enact change. And then well, in the second one, they put her in that meeting. It means a lot. I 100% feel like they're setting up Lily to be Mia's Charlotte. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Right. I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah, I definitely because see that. they also give her a love interest in the, uh, what what's that guy's name? Oh my gosh, I don't know his name. He's like the screaming guy. The yeah, the he's not the crier. He's a uh, no. He's like oh man, I don't know. He's the I mean he he is the crier. I guess he does yell a lot, but he's not the guy that like has the cane and taps. And he does. Like, he taps it. He's he like taps it on the ground. That's a di- no. It's a different guy, right? I don't know. But it's not really that much of a love interest. Like, they have a little flirtation. Oh, and it's she gives a, him his here number we go. Here end. we go. It's, it's uh, Captain Chip Kelly. Oh, gosh. That, that, was, that was, I had to move the microphone away. Sorry if that impressions. blew your, uh, he's the captain of the guard, I guess. Yeah. Um, but that's sort of setting up a love interest and a reason for Lily to stay. Well, that is very true. Yes. I think you're right. I think you're right. I would love that. I mean, I don't think that. They should make a Princess Diaries three. I think. Well, the two here's are fine. here's the thing. If we want to get into this, oh yeah, there was always talks of doing a third movie, really? even before Gary Marshall died in 2016. Yeah, and there are still rumors circulating about a third movie. Hector Elizondo, Julian, I'm sorry, Dame Julie Andrews, yes. got to put the respect there. Yes, yes. Uh, and Anne Hathaway have all said they would return and do a third movie. Aw. So I mean, it would be fun, but like. What like Gary without Gary Marshall? I don't He's know. got a daughter. I guess. He's got a daughter who was raised in that and could probably and who was participated in it and that could would be cool. definitely do it justice. That would be very cool. Speaking of um uh Kathleen Marshall, I think is her name, his daughter, who played Charlotte, uh the assistant. Speaking of her, <laughs> my last note, my last real note from the second Princess Diaries is that the wedding scene, the wedding scene, both the wedding scene and the coronation scene gets me every time. Oh, it's powerful. It so, is so good. And it's because of, well, not because of, but one of the main reasons the coronation scene gets to me is because Charlotte, as the assistant, is like crying the entire time. And it's like when she says, the eagle is flying for the last time. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> So just to quickly fill you in on the premise of the second movie, um, 
Mia is in Genovia. There's this ancient statute that says in order to be queen, the queen has to be married by her 21st birthday or something like that. Um, And And they haven't enforced that law in forever, but uh, John Rhys-Davies' character has found out that his nephew or... Lee Ward, or it's his nephew. No, it's his nephew. It's his nephew. Uh-huh. Uh, also has claim to the throne, and he's right. ready to take it over. And he's a man, so he's above her in the pecking order. Right, right. Um, but and and it's just about Mia being like, "Hey, that's we should that should not be the case." Yeah, like my grandmother has ruled this country for however long without a man by her side. Why can't I do the same? But you you kind of see his point just for the briefest of moments in the sense that he brings up she's not from here, yeah, and that she doesn't know the people, she doesn't know the country, she's just spent the summers here for the past couple of years. That argument at least has some like backing to it. The other argument, the other argument of this is the way it's always been done. Yeah, that's not yeah, not not cool. That ain't it. That ain't it. Even in 2004, that was all about, this was silly and we need to change that. Yes, totally. And then she has, again, talk about powerful speeches. She has another powerful speech at the end. um, Yes. At the wedding when she's like, she's talking about all of this stuff. And then at the end, she's like, I, I, I will be a great queen. I love Genovia. And I choose to rule this country without a husband. And then they have a revote, and they figure out. That yeah, she and all the old, husband. the old fogies that yeah. were like, oh, set in their ways. They were like, you know what? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't. So let's let's change it. It's an antiquated law. Yeah. Um. So that always gets to me. But the coronation is just so powerful to me because everybody's tearing up. The passing of the crown from yes. Julie oh. Andrews to and, Anne Hathaway. And Anne Hathaway looks nervous, but she looks ready. Like it's just the. And so just well. the, I, just the iconic them walking out from the sides and walking down oh. the stairs together. I mean, it is gorgeous. Then, First off, the fact that they live in that place yeah. is insane. Yeah, they're like, oh, we're just in our house. Like what? And then just the costumes. Oh my gracious! All the costumes, really, but the ending costumes with Anne Hathaway in the red, and then uh, Queen in the like gold kind of sparkly. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh. Just so good. So, so good. And then, um, I'm kind of going backwards, but the fact that Joe and Clarice ended up getting married. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The the whole (laughs) Joe, you think Joe's going to take off because the queen has been without somebody for so long Mm -hmm. and and doesn't know that that's what she wants. And in reality, it is what she wants. She just has to be told that because she's been one way for so long. Right. I mean, when you've been the queen of a country for who knows how long exactly. i mean a long time yeah exactly you kind of get stuck in your ways totally um so that Which, was really sweet is that supposed to make it a little bit more relatable to our royals that well not our royals but the big royals that we hear about now and all the stuff that's going on with them ooh think about it maybe they don't have a charlotte to tell them hey maybe you're being a little crazy right now <laughs> Yeah, because they're all, like, traditional. They've all been doing it for so long, and and they don't have somebody there to say, well, you know what, y'all might want to, y'all acting a little crazy. And surrounded by people that that just tell them yes all the time and tell them that they're doing a great job. We're getting conspiratorial. Yeah, we are. (laughs) Let's finish up talking (laughs) Um, about. So, I have a game for you. All right. I love games. 
So we like to end each of our podcasts by playing a little game. Sometimes it is a personality quiz. Sometimes they're trivia quizzes. Um, the last couple, I've just kind of made up some stuff to test our Dalton over here on. And so Hi, uh, that's me. That is you. So for this week's podcast, I have a uh, trivia game for you in that I've got eight questions, eight trivia questions for you to answer of varying difficulty levels. And then the ninth question is actually a more, um, let us say, uh, more extensive trivia is the final question. Might take us a little bit longer to get through. Okay. I'm definitely interested. Are you excited? Yes, always. Okay. <laughs> um, so this isn't necessarily in any sort of order from the movies, um, okay. but it does span both movies. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready as I can be. Question number one. Please give me Mia's full name. M um, Amelia mm -hmm. Minionette Tomopolis Rinaldi, Princess of Genovia. Ah, amazing. Amazing, amazing. I love you. Insert applause here. Very nice. Um, question number two. What does Mia's mom do for a living? She's an artist. Very good. Very good. I should I should be taking more of a break in between these to allow our audience. To oh yes, these yes, as well. yes, yes. I apologize. <laughs> I could put breaks in there. Maybe I could put little pauses. Yes, we'll in put there. we'll put a pause in there. <laughs> okay. Um, sorry. Question number three. What was the name of Michael's band in the movie? It is mentioned one Ooh. time. Ooh. It's mentioned once. Ooh, you may have me on this one. <laughs> I'm trying to think of. I, 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 I will give you. I'll give you the instance in which they mention it. So they're in the garage. Garage member. Member. They member. They have. They have the band in practice. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then at the very, very end, the boss of the mechanic is yeah, on yeah. the phone. And then in the background, you you hear. You've been listening to the sounds of blank. Blank. We're flying away now. Which is a, a hint. Okay. Flying away. I'm assuming it's going to be some kind of bird. Mm. Or a plane. No. <laughs> what, uh, what else flies? Starship? Well, it might have that same root word. Fly? Uh-huh. Oh. Flying something. I'm pantomiming. Fly, flying writing? Fly by fly, paper hand. What did you say beforehand? Paper. Uh-huh. Flying paper. Flypaper. Yay! Oh. You listen to the sounds of flypaper? We're flying away now. <laughs> okay. That's fly the only paper. time they say it. So that, that is a hard a, one. That's a tough one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a hard one. Okay. Um, question number four. I feel like you had to hold my hand through that one. <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. Because I told you some of these are a little bit tricky. Um, question number four. What two countries does Genovia lie between? Ooh. Geography. France? Yes, very good. Spain? Yes! Uh, high bam, five! Bam. Good job! Wow, that's that was very good. Okay, uh, number five. What kind of car does Mia drive? Oh, that's easy. Do you remember the year? Ooh. The year could be bonus. So what is the... What it's is a the, Mustang. Yes. Is it a 68 or 66? Okay, yeah. see, I was going to say 66 or 68. You were close. Yeah. You were close. All right. I think, I think it was the headlights that are the difference, really. Oh, really? Big, I think. Maybe. There may be more. 
I know there's one year, like, the, the differences mm-hmm. between, I can't remember what years they were, but it was, like, the headlights and, like, the wheel flares or something oh. like that was the biggest well, difference. Well, for a bonus bonus, a bonus Jonas, if you will, um, for, for my sweet, sweet husband who's colorblind, what color was it? Blue? Yeah, mm-hmm. good job. Very nice. Okay. Um, but it's like baby blue, right? right? Yeah, powder it's blue? Like a, yeah, it's like it really is. light blue. It is a powder blue, yeah. Okay, number six. How many countries does Joseph have diplomatic immunity in? Remember that scene? He like is threatening yeah. Johnny's Davies and is like, just so you know, I have diplomatic immunity in blank countries. This is a multiple choice. I did give you multiple choice. Would you like oh, to... Uh, is it in seven? No. No, okay. Then it wasn't the number I was thinking of. Okay. 10, 15, 22, or 46? 46. 46, yeah. yeah. I knew it was a lot. Yeah. I knew it was more than 30. Yes. In 46 countries, including Puerto Rico. Including Ooh, Puerto Rico. I which forgot to mention country, this. But... I forgot to mention this when we were talking about it, but that scene. Wait, is Puerto Rico a country? I don't know. Or is it, is it like a part of America? It's yeah, just not technically no, I think a state? Is, I feel like it is part of America. America. Or North America. Yeah. Well, no. It's it's like Guam. Like, it's America's, but we let them do their right, own right, thing. Right, right, right. Right. Yes, I think you're right. We sound really dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry anyway, about that. Well, what I was going to say, that scene that we were talking about with Joseph having diplomatic immunity, he's um, threatening the villain from the second movie, uh, John Reese davies and is like, just so you know, if you hurt my girl, I have diplomatic immunity in 46 countries, blah, blah, blah. Then, one of my favorite quotes ever, and it, it's the one that made both you and I went, ooh, at the same time, mm-hmm. because uh, he's, like, threatening this guy, and John Reese davies responds with, um, I will have you know, sir, that fear is not in my vocabulary. And then and Joseph says, yeah, but it's, but it's in, in your eyes. eyes. Yeah, that is ooh! sick. That is such a good line. So, so good. Okay, um, back to the game. Number seven. What is the name of the orphan, played by Abigail Abigail Breslin, that Mia meets in the parade? What's her name? It's a weird name. Not really. It's it's technically like a foreign-ish sounding name. Is it like an Ella name? Some, kind like, of. It ends, it ends in an A. In, it ends in an A, correct. Uh, oh, man. Um, she's too piccola. Yeah, too little, too piccola. Um, Can you give me the first letter? Yeah. C. Oh. Man. Didn't we just watch this last night? Or was it two nights two ago? Two nights ago. <laughs> I should know this. Um... Yeah, I'm drawing a blank. Sweet. Caroline? Carolina? Yeah. Carolina. Carolina. Um, okay, number eight. I'm not doing great. You I did need good to, for I need the first to view. I know that. You got the I, first view. I tout my my trivia knowledge. Well this, and then I am coming I, up short. I did try to stump you a little bit. That I is did true. Try to go that tricky. is true. You know, Okay. I'll probably get the easier ones. You'll probably get this next one because we have already mentioned it in this episode. Um, give me Chris Pine's character's full name and title. Oh. Lord, I don't know his first name. It's Devereaux. You said it before. Nicholas? Yes. Lord Nicholas Devereaux. Very nice. 
Yeah, that's it. Lord. Okay. He's the Lord. Yeah. Um, okay, here we go for the Big Mama finale question. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. I have written... Oh, gosh. I've written down the lyrics to the Genovian National Anthem. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm not going to make you recite it. However... Genovia. (laughs) No, no, no. Listen, listen. This is part of the game. So I have like fill I've like I have left blanks in for oh, certain words. Oh, okay. So you're this will have to be fill fun. in these blanks. All right. All right. It's I'm like ready. a Mad Libs. I'm ready. Here we go. Genovia, the blank I call my home. The land. Correct. From the green, clear summers to the blossoming blank trees. Pear trees. Very nice. Magnificent, her blank and seas. Seas. S E A S. What did you start to say? Mountains. Yes. Yeah. You're killing this. <laughs> Genovia, Genovia, you're noble, blank, and brave. Proud. Yeah. Are you? Did you write the Genovia? <laughs> <National Anthem? laughs> I'm telling you, I used to sing the Genovia song. Yeah, but a these, lot. but these, just randomly, these in between verses are not as well known. They are not as well known, but ah. I told you that's that's why I'm so upset that I didn't know those other other trivia questions. <laughs> okay, I well pride the myself last, in knowing these weird things. The last blank is is an easy one. Uh, Genovia, Genovia, forever will your blank wave. Banner. Yes, you got all of them. Yeah. I thought I was gonna trip you up on some. Nah, fam. Ah, amazing, amazing. Well, um, ladies and gents, let's see. How many did you get? You got, there were nine. Well, the ninth one counts as like multiple points. Okay. So let's see. Let's not count the theme song. I mean the national anthem. You got one, two, three, four, five, six out of eight. That's not bad. Uh, You missed two. Yeah. And then you got the whole theme song. That's not bad at all. It's the Genovian National National Anthem. How dare you? I know. How dare I? Um, But you did, I mean, I'm very impressed with the National Anthem. That was very good. (laughs) Um, Well, folks, that ends another episode of the Magic Fandom. Thank you for coming along the ride with us. Shall we tell them about next week? Yes, next week we will be talking about the classic film, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Ooh, I'm so excited. Super excited about this one, you guys. Um, I'm sure many of y'all remember this movie. I hope Dick so. Dick Van I mean, Dyke it's, classic. It's pretty old. I hope. I mean, it's I pretty hope old. I believe it was it. in the '60s. I think is when it came out. We'll yeah. talk more about it next week. Uh, so come on back, and we'll talk about that classic movie. Woo-hoo. And we both grew up with it, right? Absolutely. Yeah, we're super excited to talk about it. I hope you are excited to come on back. Um, Thanks again for listening to this one. We hope you have a great rest of your week. Yes, and until next time, y'all have a good one. Bye!